0: Kalo Falava, you're listening to Pacific Waves from RNZ Pacific, or Okoroe Hawkins. Coming up?
1: Different perspectives, different experiences of working with Chinese officials, Chinese contractors.
0: New research looks at China as a potential Pacific ally for climate action. Also, while well, the policeman was standing there, a number of them with a the torch in his
2: eyes, dogs.
0: There were emotional scenes as Maori and Pacifica leaders marked the first anniversary of the New Zealand government's apology for the dawn raids era. And France's new Minister for Overseas Territories is to meet with New Caledonia's collegial government for the first time next month in Numeo. China's increasing presence and influence in the Pacific has dominated regional and international headlines. But there's been very little research into how Beijing has positioned itself in terms of climate change recognised as the greatest security threat faced by Pacific Island nations. Until now, that is. The latest study released by Griffith Asia Institute's Pacific Hub last Friday has attempted to explore this very topic. Hanzib Pacific regional correspondent Kelvin Anthony listened into the release event for the research and filed the following report. It's read here by Don Wiseman.
2: Project lead Dr Tess Newton-Cain says the research on how China's engagement on climate change aligns with Pacific priorities was something that hasn't been addressed in detail elsewhere.
1: This is very much the work that we did was very much to get a sense of, of how this engagement plays out for Pacific leaders, for Pacific academics, uh, for regional officials and also for civil society in the countries that we looked at.
2: Four countries were part of the research, including Papua New Guinea, Samoa, Solomon Islands and Vanuatu, with some work done around the Pacific's regional position on the issue. PNG, Samoa and Vanuatu have well-established diplomatic relationships with China, while Solomon Islands confirmed its relations with China in 2019.
1: So different perspectives, different experiences of working with um, Chinese officials, Chinese contractors, securing um, Chinese investment or development assistance. So, you know, we had a, a range of different perspectives to draw on.
2: Dr. Kane says the research team found that climate change is the thread in all the conversations when it comes to regional conversations. She says China's engagement at the regional level was found to be limited, but there's an appetite for that discussion
1: to be expanded. Once we start looking at the bilateral position, conversations between national policymakers and Chinese interlocutors who may be diplomats, often the conversations are with Chinese contractors. As we know, they are very present in the region and they're often leading and, you know, brokering the deals around big infrastructure projects. So what we found there, when... If if this topic was going to get on the table, if climate change was going to become a focus for discussion, it was beholden on the Pacific interlocutors to bring that to the table.
2: The acting head of School of Law and Social Sciences at the University of the South Pacific, Associate Professor Sandra Tart, was part of a small advisory group for the research. Professor Tart says that conducting the research in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic was not an easy undertaking. She says the report highlights the important steps made in researching a very crucial aspect of the Pacific's relations with China.
3: How Chinese engagement on climate change aligns with Pacific priorities is an area that is little understood and has not been given the attention it deserves. And it is one, I think, that will hopefully be prioritised in the future.
2: China is the world's largest carbon emissions emitter, Professor Tart says its efforts to reduce its emissions is of crucial importance to the Pacific and the world.
3: Being able to coordinate and work with China at the global level, um, at COP conferences for example, is recognised as a key diplomatic priority for the region, by some Pacific leaders at least. Therefore understanding where the Pacific can find points of influence and synergies with China on climate diplomacy is something that requires further study. She
2: says at the regional level, China's a major development partner for many Pacific Island states. But researchers found that it's not seen as a major source of climate financing.
3: But that can change. And as this report outlines, um, in part it's a question of the Pacific governments prioritising this in their relations and dialogues with China.
2: Professor Tart says the report also points out, China has not been considered or thought of much by Pacific actors as a climate ally.
3: While more interviews on the ground may reveal a broader range of views, what this report turns a spotlight on is the potential that exists for China to become that ally, despite the challenges and hurdles.
2: She says despite the tensions between the US and China, addressing climate change is an area that they can and need to cooperate on.
0: The first anniversary celebration of the New Zealand government's apology for the dawn raids was an emotional affair at the orake Marae complex in Auckland on Saturday. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern made the official apology on the 1st of August last year. More than 200 guests, predominantly Pacifica, attended the event hosted by Ngati Fatua Orake. Speeches were delivered by community leaders, including the Minister for Pacific Peoples, Alpito William Sio, and Defence Minister, Pini Hinare. ANZAC Pacific reporter, Final Funua, was there and found this report.
4: It was called a celebration, but the hushed emotional atmosphere of the ceremony felt more like an Anzac Day commemoration event. It's been more than four decades since the events of the dawn raids in the 1970s and the trauma still lives for many in the older generation who as children saw their homes raided by police. Despite the majority of overstayers being European or American, it was the Pacific community that bore the police surveillance. Alpito William Seal was one of them. He says he still remembers as a 12-year-old the moment police raided his home.
2: I saw my dad standing at the doorway with my mum, clutching his his uh, arm and while the policeman was standing there, a number of them with a the torch in his eyes, dogs, um, and basically demanding to see passports, demanding to know who was
4: in the house. The anniversary was as much a Maori event as it was Pacifica, as the racist basis for the policy was made clear by the number of Maoris stopped on the street and asked for their passports. Throughout the 50s and 60s, New Zealand looked to the Pacific Islands for cheap manual labor in the cities. But in the 1970s, the economy crashed, and Pacifica bore the brunt of a racist backlash that built up to the Dawn Raids. Ngati Fatua spokesperson Ngadimu Blair told guests inside the Ngati Whatua Marae that the ceremony was an opportunity for Māori and Pacifica to acknowledge their shared experience of discrimination. So, today, to host you here in this manner, uh, to acknowledge their pain that you have, uh, and also to take some of your pain and we share it around together uh, in the hope that we can move forward now. Uh, there's one Pacific nation. I can't recall anybody like this, but we have had uh, uh, the welcome to our Pacific peoples. The Dawn Raids Apology celebrations ended with the Thule Takes Flight Scholarship Award ceremony, with scholarships given to over a dozen young Pacifica from high schools and tertiary institutions from around the country. Michael Taylor, an engineering student from the University of Canterbury, said the awards ceremony was a celebration of the future as much as it was an acknowledgement of the past.
5: It represents how we should learn from our past, but also how we should be optimistic about our future. My, the, I, I, I'm pursuing a career in science and, te, um, science and technology. I believe it's a step towards shining a light on the potential for Pacifica students to degree degrees in STEM careers.
4: The entire event was funded by a $13.7 million package allocated by the New Zealand government, officially known as the Dawn Raids Historical Package. It aims to create greater awareness of the Dawn Raids, including making historical accounts of the events more available in the education sector. The package has drawn criticism about the need for a Don Raid's anniversary celebration project. But Apito says it's about promoting tolerance, diversity and acceptance. I'd like to see us as a nation take it seriously and acknowledge that
2: racism hurts. Acknowledge that racism is mana destroy. This occurred in the 1970s, but our young people today are still talking about it. They're experiencing it in the education system, they're experiencing it in the workplace.
0: When you reflect on the Christchurch massacre, that's bad. More has to happen, and it has to happen faster. The new Minister for France's Overseas Territories, Jean-Francois Karenko, will meet with New Caledonia's collegial government for the first time next month in Noumea. The president of the New Caledonian Congress, Rokwamitan, says the visit with the minister will take place on the 12th of September. Jan Kohut reports.
5: Mr Karinko's visit is overdue given the cancellation of an earlier trip that was supposed to have happened in July. In an interview with La Première, Rokwamitan said he still doesn't know what will be discussed during the visit.
2: For now, we are awaiting an answer. We talked over the phone, but without any additional information. Mr Kerenko will come September 12. However, I, who is a key signatory and president of the Congress, will have no official information on the reason of his visit to New Caledonia.
5: A spokesperson for the pro-independent FLNKS, Charles Weir, Said they will not be speaking with the ministers as they are only meeting members of the government. There are contacts with institutions, yes, such as the Congress or the government, but none between the FLNKS and the French government on the institutional questions. Now is the time to wait and hear what the French government is about to propose on the future of the New Caledonian question. Pro-independence canics have not engaged with France since they boycotted the third and final independence referendum under the Noumour Accord, resulting in an overwhelming majority voting in favour to remain with France. They were unhappy with France for ignoring their pleas to postpone polling because of the effects of the pandemic. According to Ware, pro-independence groups will hold a congress after Karenko's visit, followed by another one in January, to work out what strategy to propose to France in a bilateral talk. It is a Congress that will work out the institutional question concerning the future of New Caledonia and questions on how the FLNKS fits into all of that. It is a general meeting about everything. They will all be assembling on September
4: 17.
5: The pro-independence FLNKS movement, which has Caledonian Union as a key component, refuses to recognise the result of the third and final referendum as a legitimate outcome of the decolonisation process. Speaking at a recent Caledonian Union Congress meeting, its president Daniel Goa said they will only meet with France bilaterally and that decolonisation is still very much on the agenda.
0: The bilaterals
5: will include two subjects, one on the irreversible constitutions and one on liberation. All talks with an electoral body as big as France would mean that it wants to continue its colonial power over the people. The decolonisation process will end when the independence of New Caledonia Kanaky occurs. Despite the canic boycott of the final independence referendum, Paris insists the vote was carried out legally and stands by its outcome. It now plans to submit a new statute for New Caledonia to
0: vote on in June. I Lava, that brings us to the end of Pacific Waves for today. Remember you can download us free to your device from Spotify, iHeart or Apple Podcasts. And if you're using Apple, please leave us a rating so others can also find us. To